with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Aha! We're back! Welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, and I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable, the mystical, the magical, the macabre, New England's own Van Helsink, and with me somewhere over there is the, oh, there she is, uh, the blonde bombshell herself, Ann Carrigan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show, and have we got a great show for you tonight. We kind of tipped it off so with it. so excited. Backdrop, you know. We're going to talk to this doll all night. You're going to love it. Mm. Is it really? <laughs> or half, half, half of her is gone. A little, little bit of uh, keying out there going on. But anyways. I like that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Stop so looking at yourself. I, I, I'm, just, I'm looking at the doll, not myself. <laughs> I just wanted to see if she was moving or not. That's all. Anyways, yeah, this is, wow, this is exciting. Anyways, we're, we're pleased to be back in the studio again. Yes. And we, we're starting off with some great guests. We have guests. Yes. Everybody's like, thank God we're getting I so know. tired of you paranormal road, road, trip road trips. That road was long, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are talking with the, the new, um, the young bloods in the paranormal. Yes. The Cadassians of the paranormal. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Is it? Don't introduce them like Steve, that. Steve came that's up with that. Not awful. Me. I blame Steve, no, not me. No, the, no. The, the uh, paranormal couple, let's just do it that way. Uh, oh, I really can't remember Cody's name now. <laughs> Cody. Cody, Desbian, and Satori. Beautiful. Pause. Yay. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Thanks, thanks we're so coming, excited. Guys. I know. It's been a while, and we're happy to be back. This is so, our first time. Yeah, yeah, my first time. I don't know how many times. I met you once at the Ocean State Paracord. Yes, I believe so, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. When, I went up, when I went up to uh, Cody and asked him, to, sorry to hear about his mother passing, which was wrong. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> It's me. Really? It, yes. Yes. Really? I goofed. All right. Are we going to show? Can we show our guests, please? Oh yeah. In there, in the studio. There oh, they are. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's great. <laughs> They're just talking. You're looking around me now all the time. <laughs> Anyways, oh, thank you guys God. for uh, being here. And uh, Cody is actually—you've been on TV now, right? Yeah. A few times. A few times. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Since we last talked, for sure. Yeah. 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 So what what, are, what have you been doing TV-wise? So uh, Satori and myself uh, did a few episodes with Ghost Nation. Uh, we've Ghost been, Nation. Yep. Yeah, uh, so that's been fun. Uh, getting to travel a little bit, which has been cool. And we've also been working on some other upcoming projects that uh, we can't talk about yet. That's but right. there's oh, definitely... Uh, have to kill you. Hush, yeah. hush. Yep. So um, <laughs> I know, right? And then uh, just busy with all of this stuff, you know, just uh, keeping busy as much as we can and um, just having fun, too, you know. You know, I was we just did the international sh show with Steve Parson, who has been around forever. Yeah. And 
I pretty much bear up. Right? Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And mm -hmm. ever in a day. Uh, yeah. A few, a year or two. Yeah. And two. It, we're yeah. talking about, you know, it, it's time for the, the new bloods to take over. You know, guys like you and Satori, yeah. uh, uh, or couples like you, I guess it would be a better use of the term. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's good to have uh, a new and exciting group of uh, paranormal investigators coming onto the scene. And, that's great, yeah. I, I'd love, love to hear that. And, you know, we like to see people our age getting involved with it, too. And that's why we're trying to really push ourselves on the formats that, you know, this generation's paying attention to, like TikTok and stuff like that. Because, <laughs> I thought um, that was for dancing. I know, right? That's what I thought, too. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's what we thought. When the whole pandemic hit, um, we were like, okay, you know, we're bored. We, we have to figure out something to do. So we're like, okay, let's try this out. And so we just started talking about the paranormal, doing paranormal videos and just 30 second clips. And it just blew up. And we yeah. got over 100,000 people Get following us oh within like one three time. months. And you weren't dancing? No, we no, didn't we dance once. Actually, we had to, <laughs> it was a lot of educating because a lot of people our age try to look for the thrill-seeking side of the paranormal uh, and yeah. just try to get scared yes. and scare people. Yes. So it's nice to actually kind of try to share information and theories in, in the actual paranormal field. Mm -hmm. uh, Russ, can we have a foreshot by any chance? Is that possible? That would be are nice. Are we all there? There we there go. There we go. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Very good. Thank you, Russ. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, we don't get the detail, but. In my case, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's so fun. I mean, TikTok, that's, that's neat. And you, you, 100,000 hits you, something like that? Or you said whatever. Yeah, 100,000 people started following us. Yeah, within like three months, which was crazy. It just Sweet. blew up. It just wow. blew up for some reason. And, so and what were you nice. doing on it? We were just talking about different paranormal things. We do live streams on there. And that's so cool. Yeah, as far as the museum stuff, so the museum kind of started by accident, and it started through this. We were going to get to that, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no, well, I'd you to do it. for us, but yeah, but, you know. Yeah, but it did, that's, well, I'll, I'll save, the, well, I'll save for it for your hour. questions then. <laughs> um, but that's how, it, that's how it got started, just talking about the stuff, and people wanted to send us stuff, which was, which oh. was really interesting, so. Um, <laughs> Whether we asked for it or not. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> no, they just started getting the It was address. very random. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean. That's what I was going to ask you. One of the things about the museum is where the, the, the stuff came from. Yeah. I, I know as being around as long as I have, people have sent me stuff. And stuff sure. Like that. Yeah. And, and, and you go to you do an investigation. Some people say, hey, I take this out of my oven. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, thank you. I like, like that one. Mar <laughs> hey, that's good. Look what I got. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, I had, um, you know, a small collection of things that I got, you know, yeah. that, that same way uh, through, you know, either TAPS cases or private cases. And uh, it was just, you know, my little office decoration. You know what I mean? I would just keep them down there. And then um, everything just, you know, kind of blew up after that. And, you know, now we have, geez, over 300 and something do you growing. Really? We get oh, a box yeah, in the mail yeah. pretty much every week and with something in it. What, Sometimes what they don't have stories. Sit to me. Yeah. So, so they're stored in an outbuilding uh, at my property, mm -hmm. and uh, but right now it's it's a traveling thing for the next three years. So everything gets stored in this uh, big truck, and then um, it travels to different haunted locations around That's the awesome. country, and then we set up all the exhibits. Each each um, um, you know, object goes in its own exhibit, uh, you know, tribal exhibit and, uh, you know, around the world exhibit, a religious section. Um, so, you know, it, it's definitely a big collection of things um, that kind of suits everybody that is kind of interested in the strange, you know what I mean? We yeah. have Bigfoot stuff and, and cryptozoology stuff. That's so cool. so a little bit of everything for, for everybody that's interested in the paranormal. 
So this was funny. So we were waiting uh, for them to arrive earlier, and uh, Nate, Nate and I, Nate, our power news guy, he's always here. He's always on crew, too. So, uh, so we're waiting, and like I hear beep beep. I'm like, oh, I don't know, you know, how much they're bringing in or whatever. So, the truck goes by the door, and and uh, Cody beeps, and I'm like, oh, they're here, they're here, oh, they're here. We're so excited. And what is it? Okay, so is it is it a camper? Is it an ambulance? What <laughs> what did it used to be? Oh, I'm missing something. Um, yeah. You missed. Yeah, you missed the vehicle. The the yeah. actual. Yeah, it's outside. Truck. Uh, so it used to um, belong to a uh, a cable company, and ah, it was it was okay. to um, uh, to work on the wires and stuff like that uh -huh. um, locally. So it used to be white, and then we had it painted black and it had the logos cool. put on it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so yeah, it had to be black. We'll have to take white. pictures so after the show or something. I, I, that's always been one of my annoying points. Yeah. Just one? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, why why does it always have to be black? Every shirt on a paranormal <laughs> That's right. Every shirt is black. Every hat that they wear, black. It is. I, mean, I agree. Why? I agree. Why? I know exactly. But it fit, it fit the theme for what we were doing. So and, and <laughs> no, people like it. No, I didn't know. Black is a happy it color. Cool. Oh, like, look how cool this is. Yeah. All of a sudden, everybody's got to wear black. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's it seems like it's the the color of you know the macabre and everything else. You know what I mean? But would you would you pay attention to the truck just as much as if it was you know pink? I'd pink, I would. Yeah. <laughs> would you? yeah you betcha. No, I guess you would have missed pink. it. <laughs> Dang it! I should have done that. Oh, that's the, funny. Um, but I did. Yeah. yeah, I did wonder. I drove by. I'm like, all right, what did it used to be? Because it looks cool. Yeah. I like it. I like the black though. Like you can see on our uh, our screen behind us it's just a really cool logo i love the logo it's got the orange in it so it makes me think halloweeny yeah. which of course i love 100 yeah, percent year round but i love the logo who did your logo logo's uh, great so uh, a gentleman by the name of eric gerard mm -hmm. and he has a, a local team in rhode island and uh this is what he does this is his job is designing logos so he yeah, um, love it he wanted to tackle that part and uh we actually we just contacted him and said we're looking for a logo and we wanted to say this and he went say no more and he we didn't give him any information he just came up with all these logos and it was amazing yeah oh and there's God. like little hidden things in it there's um like a spirit in the window and then uh there's a butterfly hidden in there for satori uh, satori Aww. loves butterflies and there's a dragonfly for me um, Me too, dude. Yeah? Yeah. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> so weird. So yeah. Yeah, that is strange. Wow. That's cool. So yeah, it, they came out great. He did a great job. And um, yeah, if you're looking for a logo, go to Eric, I guess. <laughs> no, it's very eye-catching. And I have to give her credit because when we, uh, when she went to put together this backdrop for you, she started looking for your sites and you got mm -hmm. around when she said that she had <laughs> yeah. another. But anything she put on here, it, we would lose it. Uh, we had a hard time. It's too low. It. So, so tell me your journey. <laughs> oh yeah, and I, I was, I was telling Cody and Satori when they came in as well. So they have a, a, a also a lovely round logo with their silhouettes in the, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. middle of it. I, I, I like that one. that one as well. And uh, so it's like Alpha Hitchcock. So kind of yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of it looks like a cog, like it's yeah, like a cog, exactly, right? Yeah. So it's a little steampunky. I think you right. kind of have like a cog-like yep. thing mm -hmm. in right. the background here. So, but that one wasn't big enough. So it was like 
too little. And then I had a different version of the one we have behind us, and it was too low. And then, so I finally found another one, cropped it, and got it up high enough so we could all read it. Awesome. So there it is. It looks great. That's yeah. awesome. The, uh, yeah, interesting the silhouettes because you know silhouettes go back to you know all the, the olden days when well, mm -hmm. well my olden days uh, <laughs> you know when they used to cut out pictures of people and put them in photographs I mean mm -hmm. uh, uh, not photographs uh, pictures on the wall and cameos yeah, so frame them yeah. Yeah. yeah oh that's that beautiful yeah cameos yeah right. that's so wonderful that's that kind of fits to that past because the paranormal and the past go hand in hand that's right and, yeah history and yeah. That's kind of cool. All right, so the Haunted Museum, uh, are you guys going to be anywhere soon? Or yeah, so. Halloween's um, coming up. You've got to be somewhere. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Everywhere, so I hope. Um, the, the next big museum event is actually this weekend in Connecticut, uh, right over the line in, in Basra, Connecticut. It's actually at a location where we filmed an episode of Ghost Nation at. Ooh. It's an old antique store, so it's, it's a perfect place. The place definitely has activity. And uh, we're basically transforming half of this antique store uh, with all of the exhibits. And people can, can come in um, throughout the weekend and just have a, you know, a general admission uh, look around the museum. Uh, or they can, you know, investigate with them at, at in the evening time. Oh, uh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. And then we have a bunch of different events uh, where we bring a prop, uh, approximately eight objects uh, to different libraries in the New England area. Awesome. Uh, so we have about 30 of those coming up between now and the end of October. Oh, wow. Uh, so that's it's going to be busy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> busy but worth it. Really so, busy. I mean, my question is, how did you guys meet? How did we meet? Yeah. You want to tell that story? <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so Cody was actually um, part of TAPS for multiple years. Um, how many years before you At least four, I think, before you joined, yeah. Yes. Um, I was friends with your dad before you. Yes, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so he was on the team. I don't want to touch that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was interested, you know, since I was older, I was like, okay, I want to try to do professional cases. Because I had investigated when I was younger. It was something that was I always did How in my family. How young kid. As soon as I was able to hold a flashlight, I was trying to investigate my own house. Ah. It was just something that I always loved, and I wanted to be like my dad. Um, so my dad recommended maybe it was time for me to join the team. So I had reached out to the case manager of the team, and she wanted me to come to their first event, actually, at the place we are doing an event in Basra, Connecticut. And um, it was my first investigation event, and I was getting ready to go, and I get a, a message from Cody, and he goes, Hi, I hear you're thinking about joining the team. Um, I'm on, going that way anyway. I'll pick you up and bring you to the event. Oh. Um, little did I know he actually drove an hour off route to come and pick me up <laughs> and take me to an event. <laughs> We clicked as best friends for a long while, and then, you know, we started collecting, and we realized, hey, we're both single, and we spend so much time together, and it just kind of went from there. We decided that we were better as a couple than apart. Aww. So That's awesome. Uh, well, officially, um, officially. <laughs> about two years now. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, and it's been interesting. So when Satori and myself started working together, of course, we were always partnered up from the beginning on, on TAPS cases. Um, we started noticing that um, strange stuff would happen. I think it's when living energies, you know, certain living energies meet. Yep. I think it's almost like completing the circuit and the light bulb switch turns on for some reason and kind of draws this stuff in a little closer. And um, the other investigators on the team started noticing that when we were paired together, 
more activity would happen if the location was active. Uh, so this absolutely in intrigued us, of course. Mm -hmm. So we started experimenting with it, and uh, we found when we hold hands, it really uh, you know escalates the the whole experience for some reason. Uh, so oh, it, yeah, yeah. So it just, it just <laughs> yeah, it really um, it was really interesting and something that I had never experienced before until I met her, which was weird. Um, but it works, and uh, we definitely balance each other off. Did he just call me weird? Yeah. We have instant <laughs> replay. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we balance each other off great. She handles a lot of the more metaphysical side of things. I'm more technical, and and it just meets in the middle. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So before we get into the heart the museum thing, I have one more question for the. Satori. All righty. Oh, no. Yeah, what watch out. Your dad. You never know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Your family and your dad. Mm -hmm. Now, um, he's had a show forever, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, how the you man. You make him sound old. <laughs> <laughs> Let's no. put it this way. When he, before he had his show, mm -hmm. he and I were on the Aunt Mary Amorosa show in New Jersey. Oh, God. That was before we had a show. So that, yeah, he's been around. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is it demanding on a family? Uh, you mean, you know, being part of this field and having him do what he, he does? Is yeah, and having a, a regular show. Yes. Um, well, you know, it was something that he was actually, he wasn't really for doing right away. It was something that he said, uh, they, they brought the show idea to him. He had already had a team since 1990 and in the early 2000s, they were like, we wanted to start a show, bring paranormal to television. Um, he wasn't really interested, honestly, at first. It took a couple of times and some time thinking before he went, you know, if anybody was going to do it, he wanted himself to be able to do it so it was done right instead mm -hmm. of a bunch of people, you know, getting scared all the time yeah. on camera. Um, <laughs> So from there, I, I guess he did. We all didn't really think it was going to take off as much as it did, but everybody realized, hey, the paranormal can be talked about now, and it's something that should be pushed into the spotlight, and um, it really took off from there. So I guess it's a little demanding. Everybody was, you know, it was such a big thing. Everybody right. needed to see this and experience this. Mm -hmm. um, so he w he was gone quite often at first, um, but you know he always puts family first, so we're thankful for that. Oh, that's cool. Um, and we're passing it down in the family too. So I it, I guess my dad likes to say it's like he's passing down the staff to his children, mm -hmm. and whoever mm -hmm. takes it runs with it. And mm -hmm. I'm trying to run with it. Do you have any other brothers and sisters? Yes, I am one of six. Oh, God. So, oh wow! <laughs> Were they Catholic? <laughs> <laughs> so I have two older sisters. They have appeared on uh, Ghost Hunters and Ghost Nation, um, and then I have three younger brothers that aren't really interested in the paranormal. So I mean, mm. I think I'm I'm very interested. Every day is something with the paranormal for me. Connected to him. You <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I try. Wow, that's so, um, a lot. Let's go a little bit into the, the haunting museum yep. part. And uh, I, don't, I don't know, do we have any breaks coming up or anything? Well, we should probably, like, uh, about halfway through, uh, probably we do have a power news. So. I'll tell you what, why don't we run the power news now and then we'll get into the, the, the museum and, and do it. All right. Is, is that all right? That's fine. Okay. We we'd have a very special power news put together by our intrepid reporter, Nate Mayer. And if we can roll that now, that would be great.
Welcome to this edition of Paranormal News. During this installment, I'll be giving an overview of the Chucky movies as a refresher for the upcoming Chucky TV series that starts October 12, 2021 on both the Sci-Fi and USA networks. Child's Play is about a widowed single mother who gives her son a much sought-after doll for his birthday, only to discover that the doll is possessed by the soul of a serial killer. Child's Play's generally creepy monster with some skillful direction by Tom Holland makes this chiller stand out on the shelf. Two years later, after Andy Barkley's mother is admitted to a psychiatric hospital, Chucky is being resurrected and continues his pursuit to transfer his soul into the young Andy who is placed in foster care. This handsomely produced sequel is an effective slasher and fan favorite. Although released only nine months after Child's Play 2, Child's Play 3 takes place eight years later when Chucky returns for revenge against Andy, the young boy who defeated him and who is now a teenager living in a military academy. Andy must face not only Chucky, but also society's will for youth and the pressures of toxic masculinity. Chucky is an animatronic delight and the film has good acting. One month after the events of Child's Play 3, but released seven years later, Chucky, the doll possessed by a serial killer, discovers the perfect mate Tiffany, his former lover and accomplice, to kill and revive into the body of another doll. The grisly bride of Chucky is full of mayhem and grotesque humor and a surprisingly affecting tale of pint-sized love and dismemberment. Seed of Chucky is set six years later when Chucky and Tiffany are resurrected by their innocent, gender-confused son, Glenn, or daughter, Glenda, and hit Hollywood, where a movie depicting the killer doll's murder spree is underway. Seed of Chucky is emotionally honest and entertainingly funny in its seedy way. Nine years after Seed of Chucky, and four years after its epilogue, Chucky is delivered to a family with whom he shares a mysterious connection. Nika, after her mother's death, begins to suspect that the talking red-headed doll her visiting niece is, has been playing with may be the key to the recent bloodshed and chaos. The pacing and writing of Curse of Chucky creates a fun, blood-soaked jaunt that never gets dull. Four years after Curse of Chucky, Chucky returns to terrorize his human victim, Nika, who is confined to an asylum for the criminally insane. Meanwhile, the killer doll has some scores to settle with his old enemies with the help of his former wife. Cult of Chucky is a gore fest that contains surprisingly suspenseful moments which bode well. Please note, the Child's Play 2019 reboot will not be discussed because it's not part of this Chucky story timeline. After a vintage Chucky doll turns up at a suburban yard sale, an idyllic American town is thrown into chaos as a series of horrifying murders begin to expose the town's hypocrisies and secrets. I never, I, I never had, I, I never knew there were so many Chucky movies. I, why? I, I, I know. Why? I, I don't even money. think That's I've seen why. one. <laughs> Not one. Money. You know what's creepy, though? What? My son has that my buddy I gave. My, my buddy? You know, my, well, Chucky's based on the my buddy doll.
from like the 990s, it was late 80s, early 90s, I don't even know. Whatever. But my, my, my in-laws gave it to him as a Christmas gift and he's up in the attic. I'm like, I'm oh, gonna geez. get rid of that thing. No, you don't. <laughs> oh God, it's creepy. You got it? Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'll put it with the rest of the I should keep it and terrorize my son someday. Oh, hey, I used to play with this. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> anyway. Well, anyways, we're, we we're back. We're back with a paranormal couple. Thank you, couple, Nate. Couple, couple, couple. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. They are a couple. Yeah. I know, but I was, okay. never mind. <laughs> anyway, um, I forgot where the heck I was. Oh, yeah, we were talking, uh, during the, the break, we were talking about the, uh, the that stupid Geico commercial or something, right? Uh, Santori was laughing at it. It was like Satori, <laughs> not Santori. Did I say Santori? I'll yes. laugh at anything. It's that fine. Was oh my so God. <laughs> I knew he was going to screw it up. That was so close. That was like uh, a slip, you know, you know, one, one little brain Satori. You know. Satori. Put them all together. Like, How do you say it? How many times <laughs> I got your name wrong? Uh, fine. I don't fine. know. Sometimes he forgets. I Stacy was a member of my team for years and years and years. I called her Tracy for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there's, oh, Ron, there's we a love student, you. There's a student, right, in my class, a paranormal CSI class, gone to my events, he was, took the class, he gave me a, a freaking $200 EDI meter, and uh, I still have his name wrong. And you still don't know his name? <laughs> no, I call him Steve, and his name is John. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So he answers <laughs> but by he's the glad he gave now. you that lovely gift. He answers by the name Steve now. So. <laughs> oh, my Sounds Lord. Like you. You oh, call people other names. names. Do you? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, oh. we are a lot like than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. You are. So you guys, you guys. Brothers by different mothers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Centuries apart. Centuries um, apart, yeah. But that's still as possible. But I did want to, so you guys aren't just like in the New England area either because you were out in Wyoming. Did I see that Seriously? on your page? You're like all over, oh, right? Oh, yeah. We were, yeah, we were in. Nebraska or Iowa at one point. Yeah, yeah. we were. Somewhere, Somewhere where the corn yeah. is, yeah. Land Somewhere. of the cornfields. We were out there. <laughs> Ooh, New wow. cornfields. Yeah. Yes. I know, right? Oh, wow. That's funny. Yeah, we've definitely... Uh, so you travel. Yeah, we've definitely been traveling a lot, for sure. Stop the truck and... Take the van and you, you go. Yeah, oh, yeah, we go, yeah. That's why we bought the, the truck, to because we didn't want to take any of the stuff on a plane. Oh <laughs> no, God, imagine if it got lost. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> the poor fool that opens up a suitcase and finds a bunch of like, cursed or haunted objects. Are you kidding Weird. me? What's bring cursed items on a freaking plane? I know. <laughs> That's why we have a truck. <laughs> oh my God. Yep. That's so, awesome. Yep, the truck works out great. So That, that yeah. is a great idea. Yeah. yeah. And, Very you know, cool. I mean. Yes. Well, you know, I, think, no, I, no, I am. I, I was thinking about, you know, the, the haunted items are really popular now. It they seems are, like there, absolutely. There seems to be phases of the paranormal, you know. It's like we can't get scared enough this way. we got to go get scared <laughs> somewhere else. So, I mean, right. you know, the Zappas had the, the, the museum for yep. like 6,000 years. Or That's right. Pretty close oh, to that. He still yeah. has it, right? <laughs> yeah, he does, yep. Yeah, yeah he does. He's still there. And then, uh, of course, uh, who's the guy that wears the mask? Oh, Zach. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Zach, uh, he's got his haunted doohickey museum there, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he touches haunted items and doesn't die. <laughs> Much to my dismay. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, did I say that aloud? Just loud? stop, please. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, it is a very timely uh, thing to do. And it is. I, I, you know, I, I love them myself. Steve loves them. Every, anybody, I think, in the field has always been intrigued. And, and, and so it's a great idea to put a whole 
train of them together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely an in thing right now. I think it's because a lot of the, the Hollywood movies and stuff that are coming out. I mean, dolls are definitely the most oh popular thing right now, uh, probably because of, you know, the, the Annabelle movies. We will get dolls, you know, people in person that think these dolls are haunted and they're terrified, or people will just send them to us without any, like, indication of why, or you know, just very that. random, yeah. um, because they think it's haunted. And not all of our objects have proven their claims in our oh, museum, yeah. Yeah, but it just always, keeps growing. Yeah, we're always very straightforward with, with everything. We, are, we always have, you know, surveillance cameras running in the museum. That's what I was going to ask you do, man. Yeah. That's a great idea. Um, so, so uh, you got anything? We've definitely recorded a few clips for sure that Ooh. are one of them. I'm is not talking about balls of light. Oh no 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 no. no we've uh, about like yeah. I can I can probably pull one up after for you. Yeah, for really? sure. Really? Oh yeah. Is that part of your 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 presentation? Yeah. 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 Right at the end, we show a couple videos, and Sweet. that's one of them. It's 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 chilling every that's time I creepy. see one. The the one with the doll. S she literally sits herself up, moves over, and sits back down again. <gasps> Mm -hmm. oh, oh my God! It's crazy. <laughs> At like two thirty in the morning. Oh too. wow! Yeah, I got a motion alert on my phone that something oh, was moving, and that's sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll that, show it to you. That, yeah, it's I'd crazy. Love to see um, that. Yeah, but it's it seems to be the in thing now, and that's what seems it seems like that's what people paid attention to when we were doing on live streams. We talk about everything, and then it would always come back to the objects for some reason. Mm -hmm. So people that's what people love. So yeah. we we just stuck with it, and you know we're not the first people to do this. Obviously, not there's the been only. you know we tons won't be of the people, last. Mm -hmm. uh, and thankfully, we become you know great friends with um, with you know a lot of other collectors. You know, uh, I mean. The Warren Satori's Museum. Dad, yeah, the Warren Museum Zaffis. reached out to us. Zaffis, uh has been friends with, you know, Satori's dad for years. And so it's great to have all these contacts, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing, uh, especially today with social media and everything else. I mean, you, you look at uh, Bob Merch and his Ouija yeah. board. Oh, yeah. Now, th there's yeah. a whole group of them together that mm -hmm. are now all collectors, all the... And, the and they, yeah, they talk, they trade boards, they sell... It's wonderful. Them. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing. And, and, you know, they compare notes, and I think it's a great thing. It's, that's the good thing about s social media. Yeah. The bad thing about social mm. media is all the crap they post on yeah. it. Like, <laughs> you know, I've got... Is my house haunted? I've got balls of light going through it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my... This is a real... You can listen to it, and you'll hear a voice say... You're gonna die. <laughs> so, what was your? Do you remember what your first haunted item was? Yes. So, the first item uh, that I ever got is a painting of Christ. Uh, it's probably about this big. Of course. And it belonged to my family. It was passed down. Mm -hmm. It belonged to my great grandfather. Uh, it was brought over from Italy um, oh. in the, I want to say, late 1800s. And um, when he was on his deathbed. He, he, he would pray to this thing every single night. Oh my God. It was hanging up in his bedroom. He would pray to it every single night. And then when he was, you know, approaching his last days here on earth, uh, he was extremely scared to die. And he prayed to this painting one was night. Was he in the mafia? That was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, can't say that. <laughs> no comments. <laughs> um, but he would, he would pray to this thing every night and um, extremely scared. And one night he claimed that the painting you know, just started talking to him and moving on its own and saying that, you know, you have nothing to worry about and everything's going to be okay. You're going to have a peaceful transition and um, you're going to be okay and your family's going to be waiting for you. That's the story that was told to me. And after that, he was, he was okay with, with passing away. So when he passed away, it went to my grandfather. And, um, you know, my grandfather passed away uh, at the house I live in now. 
and that was the painting was hanging up in his bedroom and he prayed to it every night and claimed to have a very similar experience in his last days on mm. hospice in our house and uh, i remember him you know reaching up which is you know a big claim with with yeah. hospice people reaching up in the air he said he saw his mother come he said the painting was talking to him again and uh, when he passed away, I got the painting, and it hasn't talked to me yet, which I'm happy, because oh. it seems like it only talks <laughs> yeah, to people. Yeah, they're on their way out. Yeah, yeah, they're a long way before right. he's yeah. going to talk to you, I hope. So, oh uh, so that's hanging up, and that's going to be in the, the traveling exhibit, mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Oh, that that that's is cool. cool. That is yeah. really cool. Wow. Now, we had talked, uh, Steve and I were talking on the, uh, the international show, we were talking about oral history, which this is oral history, you know. Yeah told from one person to another in a family. And these early uh, tribes of, of Indians, uh, well, I can't say that anymore, uh, Native, Native Americans, Americans, thank you, uh, and Native uh, Alaskans and, and everything, that was their history. This was passed on. And, and it wasn't like uh, stories, it was history. Yeah. In other words, whatever it was said, that was was believed. Right. And to me, I, I take a lot of credence into, into that. Like that story you just told me, that was passed on in your family. Right. So yeah, I'm sure it was That's told before, cool. you know, it was made public anywhere, right? Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, to me, that has much more credence than, you know, Selling my grandfather's ghost on eBay. Like, exactly. You remember that? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I think that was the first haunted item that I remember being sold. I did. Yeah. And now, oh geez, now it's a dime a dozen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. It's Why crazy. Not? So that, that's the problem with haunted items. Exactly. <laughs> is is you don't have the uh, uh, certification or uh, you know uh, authentication. You yeah, yeah. That too. Uh, <laughs> you know. We actually talked about that. Doing should should certify objects with this. You know, you know how they have EVPs, A, B, and C. Oh yeah, yeah. This is certified yeah. A class haunted object. <laughs> this is a certified B class haunted. <laughs> this is certified by the experts. <laughs> certified by the experts. Yeah, by oh experts exactly. So you could do that. Yeah. So the <laughs> you you got enough room. You, you're dealing with them. You can give out certifications. A little little. Uh, <laughs> Little <laughs> certificate, the paranormal no. company certain spices. This is a class A haunted <laughs> item. That's cool. Well, we definitely have a top ten for sure out of the hundreds. And uh, oh, that's good. That's what I wanted. Two to of them are here. Yeah, one sitting next to you, and, and <laughs> one sitting on the table. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I've been haunted for years. Uh, so I mean, this has been sitting here since the beginning. What? So yes. can you tell me a little bit about this? Lovely little girl. And we're sorry she's <laughs> half keyed out because she's just got the right color green outfit on. Don't apologize. So half it of her is it, gone. It makes it more spooky. Imagine if my head was green. I know, right? I know. I'm sure yes. she would love that. <laughs> tell us, tell us, tell us about this Does lovely doll. Yes. Uh, a clown doll. It's it no is. Yeah. Is it, it is a she. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's a she. she. Okay. Her name is Jolene. 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 Yep, exactly. Don't Jolene. steal that. Jolene. <laughs> she had actually come from a preschool in Connecticut. Oh. Um, the, just a quick uh, summary of the story. The preschool owner had brought this item in. She thought it was a great toy for all the children to play with in the toy section. Well, she's um, cute. She I is. I will say that. She's very cute. Um, the children loved her immediately, would share toys with her, talk to her like an imaginary friend. Um, which was all just completely normal to the preschool teachers and the owner until the children became hysterical and started claiming that Jolene was calling them names and oh. was refusing to yeah. share with yeah. them. Calling them ugly. <laughs> yes, thing, names that they shouldn't be hearing at their age. So oh, no. um, the preschool owner thought, okay, that's a little strange, sat her on the chair she usually sits in and left. 
Um, she had come back the next day to notice that Jolene was no longer sitting in the chair. She was across the room in the toy section surrounded by toys. Um, that made her very uncomfortable. <laughs> so she, she called the other teachers and asked if it was a prank. And they said, you were the only one with the key locking up. So how are you able to do that? Um, how are we able to prank you? So she said, okay, if it happens again, we'll deal with it when we get there. She didn't like the paranormal. She put it back on the chair, came back, uh, left, came back, and she moved again across the room. Um, the preschool teacher was not for that. So she had actually uh, contacted us soon after, um, told us, okay, this doll looks like this. She's in that room. Go get it. And that's when we came in and took her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh and we, you know, God. we love to try getting uh, the objects in person. I mean, the, the first thing when somebody contacts us, uh, the first thing is, okay, this is the address you send it. We, we, we want you, the goal isn't to take the object. The goal is to um, try to calm the situation down, first and foremost. And a lot of times, uh, a lot of these objects mean a lot to somebody, especially a family. Mm -hmm. And we don't want your family heirlooms and stuff right. like that. So we try giving uh, people, you know, different uh, options to, to try. Maybe move the uh, item out of the living space. And that usually calms things down right away. And people don't have to send it to us. Uh, but it just shows um, a lot of authenticity in the story when a person wants to get rid of something that meant so much to them and their family. Mm. And uh, so the whole museum has kind of been called like a, a nickname, like a foster home for a oh. lot of these objects. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, like because, you know, we've told all of these people that if you ever want them back at any point in time, just to give us a call. And it's your, it's your object. Surprised they ever say, oh, I can sell that on eBay. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but to this day, yeah, nobody yeah. has called us back. And, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> and uh, we went and uh, picked up Jolene in person. And that's another reason why we, we got the, the truck, because it's, it's a totally different situation when you're standing face-to-face -face with the person and seeing their facial expressions when they're telling you that they're scared <laughs> and the story. Yeah. And their refusal to even look at the object. Yeah. Oh, do, yeah. you, do you videotape those? Some of them we do. Yeah. Uh, some people, they just want nothing to do with oh, any of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just right. don't, they want, and even if we say, you know, it's just for our case file, uh, and we have a case file for every single object. That's and, excellent. And we have a, a, a museum membership program uh, where, I mean, some of the objects need temperature con controlled environments and stuff like really? that. So, uh, yeah, we have you some nice very stuff. old <laughs> objects. <laughs> we have some, uh, ice cream. <laughs> we have some, um, artifacts that have been excavated in the Valley of the Kings, so that that needs... Really? Um, oh my God. Small, but yes. Wow. Yeah. Still, it's cool. Yeah. Right, so, um, so some of that stuff. So the museum membership program funds that stuff, and then we send a case file a month to the people that, um, that are members, and uh, you know, a bu bunch of different other options so and stuff like that. So if somebody, evidently the, the, the membership to this museum is, is open, so how, yeah. if somebody wanted to become a member, how could they? Uh, well, the membership program's through Patreon, and uh, the easiest way to find it is probably just go to our website, paranormalcouple.com, and then there's a button you can click on, and there's a bunch of different tiers, uh, but a membership program, you get a membership card, you get into the museum anywhere where it's traveling for free, uh, as many times as you want. Uh, you get discounts on all the investigations and events that we're at. Uh, you get the case file a month for a different object every single Autograph month. Autograph pictures. That's in <laughs> one of them, yeah. And Satori does a, a subscription box every single month uh, mm -hmm. that's filled with, uh, you know, different spiritual things and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's, oh, and that's it's cool. The box is made. What's subscription box? What's, it, what's that? Yeah, so this subscription box, it's actually, Cody named it Satori's spiritual subscription. Aww. Um, <laughs> and um, 
So my name is actually Buddhist. Um, it means awakening and enlightenment. So I wanted something that kind of represented that. Um, it's not necessarily a you know a witchcraft box or anything like that, but it's it's fun. It has you know cr crystals, herbs, um, things you know I find like incense that I feel help open up the mind and calm people down, um, and things like that. So it's it's a really cute little box, and yeah, I like bringing cool. it as an option for people every month. You know, sending them out. Oh, I would love oh, that. That's awesome. Yeah, in oh. each box. Can you, can you send one to Biden? Just <laughs> <laughs> calm down. Stop. It's not going to be political on this show. No. Well, not doing anywhere it. in Washington, Hush. then, all right? It doesn't okay. have to be. I don't Fine. care who it is. They let's, all need it. Let's you not. Good. Everybody, we'll just douse everybody just with. chill, you know what I yeah. mean? We'll get the Van Helsing special spray. Yeah. We'll get the doll. No, she won't be haunted anymore then, but. <laughs> we'll get the doll. We'll have Satori's spiritual box and Van Helsing's special spray. <laughs> Maybe deal. put that in the box. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I wondered uh, about the origin of your name mm -hmm. because it is unusual. It's not something you hear every day. That's so it's Buddhist. that's unusual. That's cool. Yes, it's kind of weird. I thought um, it was Italian. Um, this one's actually uh, S A T O R I is Japanese, and oh, so it's close. yeah, <laughs> and close, it yeah. means enlightenment <laughs> and inner awakening. And my dad fell in love with the name, and he yeah. kind of wanted at least one kid that had kind of a strange name, <laughs> so he gave it to me. Oh, well, we should wear nice. it called Sky or uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rainbow. Or <laughs> True. But, oh my goodness. All right, so yes. you've had a, had a little Jolene here Jolene. for how long? Oh, geez, uh, probably about three years now. It's been a while. She was one of the one of the first ones that, that we got. Mm -hmm. um, so she's definitely one of the most active in the museum. I was just going to um, ask you that. But uh, so so one experience that you know sticks up in the top of my head, and there's been a bunch. We need to change a light bulb one day in the museum, and she's sitting in a chair. We tried recreating the same space. So we took her. Uh, I needed to borrow the chair to to get up high enough. So I took her out of the chair, and sat um, her down on this this little section in the doll area. Yeah, and we we took the chair to change the light bulb, and it only took you know a couple minutes, however long it takes to change the light bulb, and walked back, and she was gone. She wasn't sitting there anymore, and uh, so we're like, okay, yeah, I know. She <laughs> went up for a drink, and. Um, so we came back and we're like, okay, where'd she go? So she was about, I would say, 25, 30 feet away in the tribal section, just sitting on one of the, the spinning oh. chairs that we <laughs> usually do our live streams from, with her leg crossed and her arms, you know, crossed, uh. Uh, which is, which is a, a, you know, a pretty common occurrence. Uh, but the weird thing is, so I mentioned security cameras. I have no idea. I was very upset the, the day that mad, this happened. Most mad I'd ever seen you in my entire life. For some reason, she's something that doesn't, want to be on camera for some reason. She somehow, she would have had to pass two cameras to get to the location that she's at. And I rewound the cameras. They didn't stop. The timestamp keeps going. Nothing. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> what? I know. Huh? As Cody knows and, and, and Satori, uh, that some of the things that, that happen in the paranormal is called, when you, I, yeah, like I'm going to remember the word. Astral mm -hmm. projection? She no, not astral projection, but it's it? actually when you, you uh, it's like a transportation. You have a, a, an object and it disappears and then it shows up somewhere else. Teleportation, mm -hmm. yeah. So how do you know she didn't do that? That's she what I like to have, say. Yeah. I said unless she crawled across that wall, she had to have teleported See, to get over there. That's yeah. what I always say. That's all this. I thought there was another cooler word for it. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it might be. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they beamed her up. <laughs> uh, it was... Uh, 
Starship. So I'm going to actually, Jolene, he had honey, sweetheart. Where are you going? What are you doing? I'm going to ask if she wants to say anything. Can you? I uh, my mic. You speak into the mic, dear Jolene. If you say anything today, I'll give you a cookie. Uh -huh. oh. I have cookies. Okay. You better have cookies. I hope she does. She's gonna haunt me. <laughs> a few seconds. I don't think so. Oh, she bit me. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jolene. Just like a zombie turns into a zombie <laughs> by the throat. You should be so lucky. Oh yeah. Anyway. Kind of. All right, so that, that's kind of cool, uh, Jolene. So, I mean, we do have a lot of things. Yeah, okay. we have some other a things. A fire truck, too. How can a, how can a fire truck be free? haunted? I know, right? <laughs> exactly. That one came from Norristown, Pennsylvania. And uh, it's probably one of the newest. We've had it for about three months now. And every object that comes into the museum goes into this quarantine period, we call it, mm -hmm. where it sits for about three oh, weeks so and cool. we and we watch it and monitor it and like put a, a camera on it. quarantine chamber? Kind of. I mean, it's, yeah, it kind of is. It's separate from the rest of the museum. I guess. <laughs> we don't test it that much. No, no, no. Uh, but just some cameras and some, you know, meters will do. Um, and so... This one sat in the um, quarantine period, and most objects, they don't do much uh, when they're in this period. And we find that when uh, you move an object from one location to another, I think it depends on the living energy again uh, that's around the object and how much it um, you know, is active. And uh, we found that it also takes time to acclimate to its new environment. Uh, we had some objects that oh, have taken about a year and a half to finally start acting up, which is weird. Uh, but this object... We've had it for about two months, so it just recently got out of its quarantine period. And the story behind this one, uh, kind of sad, uh, but um, came from Pennsylvania, and it was a mother and son. Uh, his, uh, the mother and father were divorced, so the, the son, very young, uh, would visit with his father uh, every other weekend, I believe. But uh, he went with his mother to a charity yard sale, I believe it was at a church, and uh, he really wanted this fire truck. Uh, something was drawing him into it, which we find uh, very often. Most uh, of our cases. Yeah, that people feel drawn in to purchase something. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she paid the few dollars and got it for her son. They brought it home, and this was his toy. He would play with it every single day, and uh, he absolutely loved it. And the mother started noticing uh, that the the her kid was having a conversation with himself. It looked like he was talking to somebody that wasn't there. It looked like an imaginary friend, and that's all she thought it was, until he started saying things that he shouldn't have known about uh, sickness. Uh, he, he kept saying that there's a boy that, that you know plays with this fire truck, and he's extremely sick, and he's wearing a dress with polka dots. Um, so right away we thought, okay, hospital gown. Uh, oh, that that's sense. what it sounds mm -hmm. like. So, I thought um, it was a drag or something. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a chance to interview the little boy, and you know he kept saying that he was very sick, and uh, it actually it was affecting his his uh, mental health because Aww. he was starting to know things that he that he Aww. shouldn't know. So it was uh, it was affecting his everyday life, and his mother was actually getting really worried about the situation. So the first thing we did was like, okay, call the the church and see if they know where they got this stuff from because everything has been donated uh, to raise money. So they called and they said, well, we're not sure exactly where the truck came from, but a lot of the toys that we have were donated from the local hospital that they were oh. getting rid of and replacing them. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, geez. So, so, it's a, so that's where I think it came from. I can't say 100%. Um, but, you know, at the end of all See, this. that's cool. You, you, you were 
absolutely legit about it. You said, okay, I think it's from it. You mm -hmm. know, that's good. Yeah. Because if it was on Facebook, they would say, oh, yeah, it's on Hot Dogs. It comes from this <laughs> yeah. name. history. I'm sorry, I didn't No, yeah, that's fine. I'm giving you credit. That's fine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, other little things started happening in the house, too. They would hear wheels rolling around the house, which is strange. And, you know, right away I started thinking, okay, could it be like an IV pole that they were hearing oh. walking around? Because the, the kid was seeing, you know, something that he described looked like that. Uh, so um, it was it was a really strange case, and by the end of it, the kid didn't want the fire truck anymore because oh, okay. uh, he just didn't he, he didn't want it anymore. And the mother wanted it to go to a safe place where uh, it would be taken care of if there is a child around it. Uh, but the interesting thing was, so when the when the child would go away to spend time with his father, the truck would would you know be inactive. Nothing would be happening with it. But whenever her son would come home and play with it or just be in the house, that's when things would start going on. The lights would start going off by themselves oh, and geez. the sounds and everything else. So it seems like it was the kid that was acting as a trigger to, to bring whatever spirit yeah. played with this out, uh, which was really interesting. So it seems like if there's not a kid around the, the object, um, or at least that in individual, then the object isn't active. Wow. Now, that's, that's a good point because I was actually listening to you. Not that I Imagine. Know, huh? uh, <laughs> earlier, and uh, also Saturi, and you talked about how you know, the energy from people, and maybe that's what we need. You know, I mean, we are, we we produce electricity ourselves. And yes. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the energy of our particular thing, and if it, there are particularly frequencies, you know, everybody has a little frequency. Uh, then maybe if it's the right frequency, why it it was able to go off? And Absolutely, and other people do. Absolutely, and I think you know most objects. I mean, when everybody thinks haunted objects, they think okay, there's an object or a doll that's possessed by something. Yeah, there's a demon, a right? Mm -hmm. um, Zach would tell you that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no comment again. Um, so. Uh, a lot of people, they, they think that, you know, the spirit is trapped inside of the object or something. And I think a lot of the things that we have were just loved by somebody a lot when they were alive. Mm -hmm. And uh, in death, especially with the family heirlooms that have been passed on, when they pass away, they just want to check in on it once in a while. Right. And um, I think that's why you only have little bursts of activity here and there, because the spirit is just kind of checking in and see what's going on. And we found that sometimes we believe when something ends up in somebody else's hands, maybe they get it at a thrift store or something, and somebody you know really loved this before they died, they might not like whose hands that the object it is in now. Which, which kind of stirs up some activity. Yeah, uh, so it's, it's a whole different thing, and it's a big rabbit hole that you dive down mm -hmm. when, you, when you get I mean, a, when you a new object. When you think about that as paranormal investigators, one of the, the theories, of course, is, is when somebody has a house and there's a renovations going on, it, it, it uh, increases the paranormal activity because of course, I mean, spirit we might not like the changes you make or yeah. you know, they're used to it. So anyway, but so, we are yeah. getting down on time. So we I want to find talk out about some of these other items. The other stuff. Have. All right, yes. cliff notes. Quickly, but our angel, <laughs> quickly. Yes, I saw that you were looking at her. So she came from Massachusetts. We have given her the name uh, Death Angel, and <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because of her story. So she came from a home in Massachusetts, a family. Um, they had purchased this uh, tree topper angel. It's old, about 70s, 80s, uh, cardboard bottom, uh, porcelain head and hands. Um, they purchased her at a secondhand store and just put her on their Christmas tree. They thought she was a great addition. Um, they went to bed after putting this angel on the Christmas tree. They woke up to the smell of smoke, but no <gasps> fire alarms going off. Oh, my God. They go downstairs to their Christmas tree completely up in flames. <gasps> oh. Thankfully, they had caught it. 
Um, then they take the angel off, and the wife, being very optimistic, is like, maybe this is a lucky angel. She somehow survived these fires, even <laughs> though she's made of cardboard. Maybe she's just very lucky. The husband wasn't interested in the paranormal, but he couldn't figure out a logical explanation like wires or anything like that because he was an electrician. Um, so they put her back on a new tree because it wasn't yet Christmas of that year, about 2019. They go to sleep, wake up to the smell of smoke again. Oh, the no. Christmas tree is on fire again. <gasps> Um, yeah, so she's so, she's so yeah. yes, here. she is. Yeah. Oh, she is. Yeah. So um, they had her, her thing here. So they had kind of Why put her in a box dress. and tried to uh, forget about it until next year. 2020 wasn't great for all, any of us, but they hoped that it was a better year. They got a Christmas tree. They use all real Christmas trees. It's their tradition, mm -hmm. and um, put her on the tree. And this time, the fire was so bad that the house caught. The curtains oh caught. My God. Oh um, my God. They told us that it's an absolutely crazy story, but they were very hysterical telling us this. Uh -huh. And she felt that it was no longer a good luck angel, but a cursed angel. <gasps> and so she had given this item to us. She came covered in a substance like that, but we thought maybe it was mold or dirt, and we had cleaned her off and put her in the museum. Um, nothing happened until we did a live stream and said, well, she hasn't proved her claim yet. And I don't know if she took that as a warning, like, hey, you oh want to see? Um, we go downstairs to a soot handprint uh, <gasps> across the wall and her covered in soot like you see it. Um, uh. We can't really explain how or why there was no fire in the museum. None of the smoke detectors went off. So we thanked her for proving her claim without causing any problems. Thank you. But yeah. she is definitely in the top five. Yeah. So I wouldn't call her wow. a death angel. I'd call her a Fiestata. You should name yes. the little girl. Who's the little girl in Fiestata? Oh, jeez, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what you should name her. I know, right? Well, yes, um, the family, so we had taken the name Death Angel just because that is what the wife had pretty much called this angel, um, but we also call her the Angel of Fire because we think that that's a better uh, name. We, we are running out of time, unfortunately. Yep. Five minutes. Got a couple more bozos. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this little figurine, probably, fight, absolutely, good. Uh, probably made I'm by the thousands. i touch this yep. angel now. Oh, yeah. Yes, we can. <laughs> so it'll come there. off. So he was probably made by the thousands at one point, uh, but for some reason, this particular one has something uh, with it. So, uh, gentlemen, uh, purchase we this. Take this off. Here. Yeah, you can we take won't it off. Burst into flames. No, 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 no. Okay. I don't think so. Careful. Um, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, he purchased this at a secondhand store, and uh, something again drew drew him into it. Magnetic feeling. He brought it home, places Thank it on you. a nightstand uh, in his bedroom. And that night, he wakes up early in the morning to this loud laughing happening in his room. Oh, my God. And he can't, you know, figure out where it's coming from. He said it was coming from everywhere but from nowhere at the same time. Everywhere he thought it was coming from, it would come from the other oh, direction. So, cool. so he happens to look over and sees this clown on his nightstand start sliding towards him. And he hooks oh. it out of the house, oh. grabs his keys, and drives 45 minutes to his brother's house uh, and convinces him to let him in. The brother didn't believe him at all. And uh, the next day, talks the brother in to come and pick up the clown. And uh, he wraps it up in one of his T-shirts and puts it on the front steps, and then we got a call to come pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, he hasn't so proven his claim yet. Too, <laughs> yeah, he got one of his T-shirts. Yeah. We're honest; he hasn't proven his claim yet, but maybe one day he will. We hope he doesn't break when he does it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. And now, another clown, ironically. <laughs> yes. Now the last object we have is actually a toe tag that is supposed to be with the body. Oh yeah. my um, God! We have a couple of these. Really? Oddly, so, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So the oh well, the woman that found this toe tag it was actually in her front yard she noticed it while mowing the lawn and um, it was in Woonsocket Rhode Island so she had taken this she thought Can it was I a coin no. yes of course she <laughs> thought it was a coin 
And she had gone in and saw the name of a cemetery on it and called the cemetery, and all they said was, well, that is supposed to be with a body, ma'am. We can't oh, really Lord. tell you why it's in your front yard. We can't tell you who it belonged to, but since if the body's not there, we don't want to take it back. Um, so she decided to keep it, and that's when a lot of activity started happening. She noticed shadows, footsteps, things of that nature, um, and it made her a bit uncomfortable. So we had taken this item from her home. The only thing we have to probably back up the story as to why it may be in the front yard is there was a hurricane in the mid-50s that kind of hit, well, two consecutive hurricanes um, that hit New England and actually dislodged a many caskets in Rhode Island. And oh caskets were floating down Main Street, yeah. going out into the oceans, things like yeah. that, yeah, um, yeah. in people's front yards. So we think that is probably the best bet as to why this toe tag ended up in her front yard. And we took it, and nothing else has happened since at her home. And we've seen many shadows around this object but we can't exactly wow. confirm if it's 100%. And know. it's so Swan Point, um, mm -hmm. which is a very nice, uh, it's a very ornate cemetery mm -hmm. down in uh, yeah. Providence. Yeah, it's a garden cemetery. Yeah, yeah. it's like a, um, and, and I don't think they let you take pictures there. That's how I, that's how <laughs> I know really? about it. No, I think so, yeah. That's annoying. Yeah, yeah it is annoying. That but, is strange. Uh, um, mm. yeah, yeah, I saw Swan Point, and yep. I, I'm fairly certain, uh, Providence, Rhode Island, I'm fairly certain that is, that cemetery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm. Oh, that's super creepy. So you make the displays that's for these guys. Really creepy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. That's great. Yep. That's Everything. Awesome. Um, at least you know a lot of the displays uh, aren't you know for the objects per se, but um, you know for people and and you know especially with the temperature controlled things and stuff right. like that, uh, more to to protect the object from living people than, oh, sure. than you right. know, a spirit getting out or something. Right. Like yeah. I that. mean, if, for instance, that the tag if someone was to touch it then uh, they would leave all their oils and stuff on it and Sorry. start <laughs> <to disintegrate laughs> the metal and oh would tarnish gosh. and uh, who knows? Uh, who knows? Not <laughs> counting, uh, I mean, I wouldn't. Well, right. Well, I asked. I said that I touched it. It was somebody's yard for who knows how many years. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I, if I we were you, I would put some alcohol in okay. your hands. Okay. <laughs> yeah, got some. Got that. Got that. Yeah. But we do have to wrap things up. We do? We do, yeah. Oh, that's we great just talk. got our. You guys I are know. great. You're, the, you're awesome, really. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I enjoy We're so happy that you could come on the show and be our first our first. How can people live find, out, find out more about you COVID. quickly? Paranormalcouple.com or theparanormalcouple.com, at least at the same place. Uh, and Facebook at Paranormal Couples Haunted Museum. Easy. Beautiful. There you go. Oh my god. A, a, you can become a member yeah. of the museum Patreon. too, so don't Patreon. miss out no, there. We're over here. <laughs> we're over here. We're over there. Well, thank you so much. Thank and you. It, it thank you for having wonderful us. having you, and this was really a lot of fun, and maybe they can come back another time and bring some more haunted items. I don't know. I won't be able to sleep yeah. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, everybody. Yeah, good night and God bless. And we will see you next month with our Halloween special. Good night. Huh?
from goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.